0: Threes originates from a health article where it described that, when a person cannot breathe for three minutes, he will die. When he cannot drink fluids like water after three days, he dies. And, when he cannot eat for three weeks, he will also die. I also observed that the rule of threes can also apply to a company in the situation when a recently public company doesn't meet its financial projections after three quarters, it will die. Let me explain why. The stock value of a company is maintained or guided by the banking financial analysts following the companies. These analysts are followed by the large institutional investors from retirement funds, endowments, or even hedge funds that purchase large volumes of shares in the marketplace. Unlike retail investors who buy a thousand shares or even less, institutional investors purchase large volumes of shares in the hundreds or thousands or millions, depending on the retail spot stock price. The large purchases create an high-level inflection point on the trading of the stock creating stability and support for the trading values. A comparison against penny stocks demonstrates what that process represents. Institutional investors are reluctant buying stocks priced below $5 a share. Penny stocks behave with higher volatility and thin liquidity. A stock trading at $1 dollar whose price drops $0.05 cents already has a 5% variance in the stock. Contrast that volatility in a stock spot prices at $20 when the price fluctuates the same $0.05. That variance is way below 1%. Institutional investors are long-time holders of equity and monitor their portfolio with certain amounts of predictability. Volatile stocks held in a portfolio don't help. And liquidity is key to be able to walk away from the specific holding. In other words, how can they get rid of the large position if no other party is willing to buy those shares? In summary, that why institutional holders shy away from buying penny stocks. Family offices and endowments portfolio managers don't have the support staffing to evaluate the future performance of stocks. Goldman Sachs, for example have about 50k employees focused on finance broken down by teams specializing in industries. This week, for example, UBS held a conference on healthcare where its analysts hosted over 100 healthcare companies. The publicly traded companies are interviewed by these analysts as to the current performance and what the future will bear. After such interviews, these analysts will produce their evaluation reports for its clients, many of which are institutional investors who follow the bank's guidance. However, if the company's projections don't perform, it represents an indelible black mark. But a young company is given a PASCO card for two quarters. The first failure is marked as a company lacking experience. The second failure on the 2Q would be given another pass go because the company is still learning its own corporate management. But if the company fails on the 3Q, that shows to the analysts that the company is poorly managed and will most likely fail. And Wall Street has a long memory. Institutional investors begin to divest their holdings in this lemon. There is an interesting Wall Street saying, under promise, over deliver, for company CFOs providing their projections for the analysts. In other words, don't present rosy projections that you cannot deliver. Failure to deliver those numbers can be fatal for the reasons explained above. And that saying should be engraved in the minds of every CFO of every young company that goes public. And consider that VCs and private equity firms also behave the same way. So remember the rule of threes.